Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. It's Tuesday, November 23rd, 12.06 p.m. This uh, James from Dividend Stock Talk brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow using safe, predictable strategies. Let's jump in, see where we are. It is only Tuesday. We've already made our $1,000 yesterday. Today, we've got $8,600 to play with, see if we can make a little bit more money today. But we want to do it safely and securely without the risk of losing anything. So let's jump in, see where we are, see where we're going. And starting off the list, as usual, is CINF. CINF, you may not be aware of this, but it is a monthly optionable stock. Now, I bought CINF quite a while ago. I collected the dividends twice. No, wait a minute, sorry. I collected the dividends once, okay? Now, considering CINF as a monthly optional stock, I collected the dividends and then I sold a premium against it. Um, yesterday, we sold a premium for $3.10 per share. So we brought in 600 bucks yesterday for CINF, but that is for the whole month. So, I'm not going to collect any more from CINF, but the neat thing about it, CINF is paying a dividend in two weeks. So they're paying the dividend before the option expires. So I'm collected two dividends, three premiums on CINF, which I think is pretty awesome because most people, they just buy a stock just to collect the dividend and that's it. But no, I'm collecting the dividend and premiums, which is fine by me. Uh, now, CINF had the high of the year at 127.22, and that was back at the beginning of November. Okay, They also had a triple low, or triple bottom at 112.76, and that's giving some really good support. Now, we got it at 123, and she's sitting at 120.44 at the moment. I really like to be out of this stock, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, it's simple. It's easy. I get a nice, decent return on a monthly basis for CINF. So that being said, we're just going to, you know, give it a little bit of attention once a week just to see where it is and where it's going. ET is next on the list. And the last 90 days for ET, we've seen a high of, of 1022 and we've seen a double bottom of 860. Uh, actually, it's a triple bottom. Uh, hit it twice in September and once uh, last week. Now she's bouncing off the low of 859. She's sitting at 890 at the moment. Now I got this thing at 10 bucks. Um, I collected the dividend on it, which was nice. And then we collected the premium um, at four cents a share, which is a hundred bucks a week. Because I had to do a double week. Because if I did it this week, I've only would have, I only would have collected a penny a share, which would have been you know fifty bucks. But I said, you know what? Let's push it out for two weeks. That way, I get a, a better return. All right, so that's that. Uh, HCSG, HCSG's next on our list. Over the last ninety days, we've seen the high of. 2872. Now, this is only the high for the last 90 days. It's higher of the end of the, sorry. The 52 week high is a lot higher. But this is just I'm just talking about the last 90 days. Um and we've also seen a bottom of 
1845, and that was yesterday. Now she's bouncing off of that. She hit 1870. She's at 1870 today. Now we got this thing at 1948, and I sold the 20 calls at 30 cents a share. That's 600 bucks. But it is another monthly optional stock. So we have to hold this one for a month also, which is okay, you know, because we caught the dividends on this. Um, and this is the second premium that we've, we've collected on HCSG, which is pretty good. Okay, Coca-Cola is next on the list. Coca-Cola. Dividend King, gotta love it. Last 90 days, we've seen a high up to 57.52 and some really good support at the 52 area, which she's bouncing off at the moment. And she's sitting at 55.84. Okay, now we got this thing at 56.49 and we sold the 56 and a half um, call. Didn't give us a whole heck of a lot of money. Now did it, but it is what it is. Hopefully, we'll be in and out of there because we collected the uh, premium last week. We're collecting a premium this week. Next week, if it doesn't get filled this week, next week we'll be collecting um, the dividend off of Coca-Cola, which is good. It's a dividend king, so I really don't mind. It's one of those. It's one of those companies you really don't mind owning. And if you're collecting a dividend and a premium, you're doing a lot better than most dividend collectors anyway. That, that's just my theory, you know. OXY is next on the list. Over the last 90 days, we've seen a high at 35.75. And that was the end of October. And we've seen the low of the 90-day period at 21.20. And that was in August. Okay, she's bouncing off. Um, a bottom of 28.78 sitting at 31.94 okay um, we have a spread on this one a 29.30 spread now this is going to be a 40% ROI return on investment for this week as long as she stays above 30 and she's almost at 32 so it looks good at this moment in time but it's only Tuesday so you never really know what's going to go on Okay, uh, SU is next on the list. I'm going through these relatively quickly because these are the ones I already own. And if you've been following along, you should know this. But if you haven't been following along, this is what I have. SU is Suncor Energy. She had a bottom at uh, August 18th, the middle of, middle of August, at uh, 1704. Had a high at uh, 20, 2702. And that was uh, the beginning of November. She's sitting at 25.91. That was a nice gap up this morning. That was cool. Now we have 1,800 shares at 25.82. And we sold a 26 call yesterday. Had we waited and sold a 26 call today, we probably would have gotten twice as much. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. I don't want to be greedy. I need to, um, I don't know how to express that more about not being greedy. I mean, take the amount you're getting and be happy with it. I'm only looking for 1%. That is my goal. If I get 2%, yeah, I'd be happier. 
but I don't want the stress and the anxiety that goes along with it. So if I can get my 1%, fine, good. And, you know, there are other things in life I'd rather be doing. I'd rather watch the chipmunks or the, uh, you know, the birds flying or the or the grass growing rather than sitting in front of the computer making money. Because you get to a certain point in life where money is not as important as it used to be when you were younger. Because it's one of those commodities that come and go so quickly. And it's easy to come by. All right, so doubts as, excuse me, as you... VFC is the last one on the list. Now, VFC we've held for a while. In the last 90 days, I'm going to let you know right off the top. Last 90 days, we've seen a high, a double high at 81.74. But it's not the high of the year. The high of the year is a lot higher. It's been coming slowly, been coming down. But for the last 90 days, 81.74 is it. She's bouncing off the bottom at 65.34, and she's sitting at 76.17 at this moment in time. Okay, now we've got um, VFC, a 75.76 spread. So I'm kind of hoping she stays the same or goes up, because I love spread trades. The best thing I like about spread trades, if they go up, I make the money. If they stay the same, I make the money. They can even come. I gotta say, the slower. They can even come down a little, and I'll still make the money. Okay, so up, make money, stay the same, make money, come down a little bit, and still make the money. That's what I love the best about spread trading. Because um, I'm not being greedy, and I don't know how many times to say that for it to sink in. Do not be greedy. Greed is, uh, ooh, is that old saying they have. Bears and bulls make money, but pigs get slaughtered. Take the profit, be on your way. Because tomorrow's another day. There's always another trade tomorrow. Okay, so that's everything that we have in the inventory. Okay, now we did make over a thousand bucks yesterday, which is nice, but we get $8,500 to play with. Let's see how damage we can get into. We could buy some more ET and lower the cost basis and get out of it. But I don't want to do that. I want to just go to the screen, market watch. We got uh, five, eight. Eight companies to look at, the dividend aristocrats. But we want to take a look and make sure that they're weekly um, options. That was ADP was first on the list, I see. Yep, ADP is first on the list, and I'm pretty sure that has weekly options on it. And it does. Now, if we were going to do a covered call on ADP, the bid is $234.90 and the ask is $235.07. That's a $0.17 cent spread. So that tells you that not a whole heck of a lot of people trading it. More people trading it, the closer the spread is, or the smaller the spread is. So at $235, if we bought it at $235 today and we sold someone the $235 call, we'd make a half a percent. But if you think about it, half a percent is not bad because you take it out for the year, it's over 30% return a year if you're getting half a percent per week. But let's go through the whole rigmarole to see if that's what we're actually doing. Okay, we'll put ADP into the one-year chart. Oh my God, that looks awesome. All right, she started out at 173.16 last year, found its bottom at 159, and that was the middle of January. From there, she shoots up nicely to hit a high of the year at 241.37 and that was yesterday now 
One thing, I do not like to buy a stock at the top, especially when it looks like this, because this escalated from uh, a low of 196 in middle of September, from middle of September at 196 to 241 yesterday. Okay, now you're gonna have profit taken for the next couple of days. So I'm gonna pass on this one only because you get profit taken for the next couple of days. You don't know if it's gonna be one day, two day, or three day profit taking before the correction comes. The correction could happen today. I don't know. But all I can see is by looking at this chart, just looking at it, you can tell that there's profit taking gonna be happening today and tomorrow. And I don't wanna be um, trying to figure out where it's gonna go. Okay, because I, I don't want to anticipate. I want to know. Okay. Um, ALB. ALB. And I feel bad about this because ADP is a good company, number one. Number two, the chart looks freaking phenomenal. Um, ALB is a monthly optional stock. Um... The bid is 272.13. The ask is 272.59. Now that's a big spread. So if you're going to buy the 272.59, you could. Well, that's not, that doesn't sound that bad. 272.59, and you sell the 270 call, and you're getting almost 13 bucks per share. That's not bad at all. It's if you have enough money to dish out for, you know, $270 stock, which I prefer not to. But it's a monthly, so I really don't like monthly. So you could actually buy it and hold on to it. And more than likely, let's, you know, just for the fun of it, let's take a quick look. Because some people actually have that much money to be able to buy, you know, a thousand shares of Abel Marie, Abel Marl, I don't even know what it is. But the one-year chart looks pretty damn good. She started out low of 132 jumps up to a training range of 155 to 160 and travels there all the way into mid-July and then she shoots up to make a high of the year which was yesterday at 291. Now that was the high so most likely you're going to have profit taken today and tomorrow more than likely but let's see with seasonality where she usually goes this time of year. This time of year it looks like it's uh, flat. So it looks like she's just going to stay steady right where she is. Which, if you think about it, 270 might not be that bad of a price. Collect it, sell the 270, and in, in your... Well, you could tell it, sell the 260, and then you get um, 260, 278. I don't know. But anyway, work the numbers. You know, the ideal is get in, collect the dividend, collect a premium, and get out. I mean, because that would be actually not that bad. Because you could, um, no, wait a minute. Yeah, you would be able to get in, collect a dividend, and if the premium is enough to give you your money back plus some extra, you'd be collecting the dividend and the premium, and then you'd be called out if you're doing in the money, 260, 270, something like that. That wouldn't be too bad of a, a deal. All right, but we're looking for some more weeklies, and that's not it. SR is next on the list. 
SR. And that's a monthly. Uh, 62. Yeah, that's not enough money. Not even enough money to worth mentioning. You're buying at 62 and you're getting a buck 44 premium to hold it for a month. That's not my idea of a good investment. For me. Might be for you. UBSI. Let's check that one out. UBSI. One of these days I have to clean these out and just get, you know, dividend stocks that have weeklies. Okay, so for 39 bucks. So that's the 35s. Yeah. You have to do the 40s, then you're only collecting 30 cents, but then you can collect the 30 cents and the dividend and be out. And you get the difference between the purchase price and the sales price. That's not bad. You can get a, a, a triple play on this one. Now, let me explain to you the triple play. Okay, the bid is not 39.07, the ask is 39.13, okay? Now, if you bought the stock at 39, you can sell the 40 option. But before we even do that, let's check the charts to see where this thing's going to see if it's even worth a triple play. UBSI. Okay, so UBSI started out the year at 29.89. Quickly found its bottom within a couple of days at 29.06. And then shoots up to find the high of the year at 42.59. And that was in the middle of May. From there, she drops down to a 90-day low at 31.67. Bounces off that. She's sitting at 39.07 at this moment in time. Now, the 90-day chart looked good. The one-year chart looked okay. 33... 30-day chart looks pretty good. Now, let's check out the seasonality for this. All right, this is going to be a little bit tough. Now, December 21 is going to be... Yeah. We're going to have to pass on this one because seasonality-wise, this thing slopes down towards the end of December. So a triple play would have been nice if it had a better seasonality to it. Um, so I'm just going to pass on that one. I'm not even going to mention it because it just doesn't look right. Last one on the list is WMT Walmart. So we said Wally World. WMT for Wally World. They're offering 54 cents. Started out last year at 150.67. All right. Unlike everything else, started out at 150, whatever it was. The high of the year came a couple of days later at 153.60. From there, she falls down to the low of the year at 126.05, and that was in beginning of February. From there, she's kind of like all over the place. Some highs, some lows, some support. We got some support at 134. We got some resistance at 152. She's sitting at 145 at the moment. Let's see what she normally does this time of year. This time of year, she's basically flat. Basically, we just want four days. So four days, she's an uptrend. So that's good. Now we're going to look at 
uh, the big chart to see where the money is flowing at the moment. WMT Wally World. Okay, so she's pretty much flat. The sellers are retreating and the buyers are basically flat. So they're not advancing, not retreating. She's in a little uptrend at the moment. So that looks good. But the 50-day moving average is flat. All right, so let's look at the trade grid for Wally World. The bid is 145.53, and the ask is 145.54. You see how tight that spread is? That's a nice tight spread. Okay, so 145.54. Wow, I'd be tempted to do the 146s. Now, the 146s would give you a triple play. Now, let me explain to you what a triple play is, because this one looks good for a triple play. Um, when exactly is, hold on a second, the 10th. So if we do, hold on a second, hold that thought. Um, it's two weeks. Well, what we could do, 45, 145.59, do the 146 is a 72. That's pretty nice. You know what? You could even do the at, see, this would be a good one just to do a, uh, a covered call for this week. You buy it at 145.60 and you sell the 145s for a buck 20. Means you're making uh, almost a buck. For four days, three days. That's not bad at all. But you know what? I got eight grand to play with, and I can't do a whole heck of a lot with eight grand on a hundred dollar, hundred fifty dollar stock. But we could do a calendar. At one forty five. We can do the 143 at 75 cents. 59. I'm not quite sure on that one. Alright, let's just do a regular spread because I haven't had very good luck with the calendars. Alright, so if we buy the. 144 and sell the 145 for 67 cents. Ooh, that, my friend, is a freaking awesome numbers if they stay in place. I'm going to do 50 contracts of this one. Let me read it to you, and I'll tell you why. Okay, so we're going to buy 50 contracts, 50 vertical WMT 100s, which is the weeklies. 26 November 21, which is this Friday. The 145-146 call. Sorry, 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 sorry. The 144-145 call for 67 cents per share limit order to open. Okay, it's going to cost me $3,400, but I can make $1,650 off of this. So that's a, 50, that's a little bit more than a 50% trade, I think. Right, let me quickly find that numbers again.
Oh, yeah, well, she's working at uh, 70 cents at the moment. So let me pump it up to 70. Even at 70 cents, still a good number. So at 3,500, can make 1,500. So that's a little bit less than 50%, probably around 45%. And it got filled at 69. Okay. So I'm going to make a 45% on this as long as Walmart stays above 145. Okay, I can deal with that. Now I gotta have five thousand dollars left to play with. <laughs> Alright, so what else can we do? So Walmart is not that bad of a deal. Actually it's an excellent deal with what they're having uh, available. Okay. And we could even do the one I don't think it's the 143, 144 is worth it. 87 That's about fourteen uh, percent return. Doing the one forty-three, uh, one forty-four. Yeah, it costs you eight hundred and eighty bucks. You mostly you can make off this one hundred and thirty. It's a big risk for a small amount of reward, but the reward, as long as the stock stays above one forty-four. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's go back to where we were. Take a look at the last three. CBU, CHRW, and FDX, FedEx. Ooh, okay, CBU, I'm not sure. I don't even know who CBU is. CBU. Huh. That is a monthly. Uh, CHRW, that is more than likely a monthly also, because I may have even heard of them. CHRW, CHRW. Uh, it is a monthly. And FedEx, FDX is a weekly. Uh, that much I do know. FDX. Yep, it is a weekly. So let's see what we got going on here. I put FDX into the one-year chart. Now, FedEx started out the year last year at 283.09. Kind of all over the place. She goes up, she comes down, and she goes up again. Finding the high of the year at 320.12, and that was the end of May. From there, she drops down to 216, and that was at the beginning of October. Now, she's bouncing off the 216, and she's sitting at 245 at the moment, which means she's already had a profit taking, which is good. So that's done and out of the way. Uh, let's see where she normally moves this time of year. All right, here's the seasonality, and the seasonality looks great for the next the next four or five days. Um, okay, that looks pretty good. Not perfect, but she does look good. Okay, now we're gonna look at the big chart to find out where the money is flowing with FDX. Okay, so she is plateauing out. We had some, um, it was going, it was in an uptrend. And the profit taking, profit taking is done and over with. Now she's plateauing, she's bouncing off of that. Appears to be bouncing off of the 242. Now, buyers are outpacing the sellers, so that's a good thing. Let's see what the trade grid looks like. The bid is 245.42 and the ask is 245.55. All right, so. What would a covered call look like? A covered call would give you a 1% return. 
for the for the three days, which is not bad if you think about it. Um, but we're gonna look at another spread because I got another five thousand dollars to play with. I just like spreads because they're you know profitable. <laughs> All right, to two forty-two. Oh, that's not bad. As long as she stays above two forty-five. 161 okay that's a 50% trade okay so we're gonna look at doing 20 contracts of FDX okay now we do 20 vertical FDX 100 that is the weekly 26 November 21, that is this Friday, 242.50 over 245, which means this thing has to stay above 245 for us to make our money. Now we're looking at a 160 per share limit order to open. Okay, now we can make a 50% return on our money as long as she stays above 245. And everything is pointing in that direction. FedEx has got the dividend coming up in two weeks. Um, it is a dividend aristocrat. She's at 245.56 at the moment. So here's the deal. If she goes up, we make our 50%. She stays the same. That means she doesn't move at all. We make our 50%. And she can even come down a little bit and we'll still make our 50%. So let's see where it is at the moment. I got it at 160. She's trading at 163. Oh, I'm going to pump it up to 165. That would drop my ROI down a little bit, but it would get me in the door, which is what I want. I'm going to go up to 64. Yeah, that works. Okay, it could be 1,700. 1,700. Okay, that's still over 50%. All right, I bumped it up to two, to a buck 70 limit order to open, and that would give me still over 50% return. All right, so I'm going to quit for now. It is 12.30, been here for about a half hour doing this, um, and we've already made a bunch more money this week, so that's pretty darn good. Um, oh, you got to be kidding me. I bumped up to 165, and it jumped up to 178. I could go to 178, or I could just leave it alone. 179. Oh, it just keeps going up. Don't you hate that when you get into a position and it keeps moving? <laughs> you know? I had it at 160 and it was at 165, but at 165, now it's at 179. All right, well, anyway, you can't win them all. I guess change it one more time. I'll go up to 175. At 175, eh, we're at about 47% return. Okay, so 47% return for three days. I think I can deal with that. All right, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. Um, you know, Stay tuned in the next couple of weeks. we get the new software coming out. I'm kind of excited about that because it will give me um, more, uh, what do you call it? I'll give you a more secure feeling of what stock is going to do. Because just because the charts and everything say this, I want to actually go and look at the data because the software that I'm working on is actually looking at the data and see how predictable it is over the time frame. And it's going to break it down to how many days it usually does it. So that ought to be fun. 
All right, I'm out here for today. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Catch you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.